yeah, I think I was about 14 and my first uh, vehicle that I actually felt sexual towards was an ambulance. Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanigato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that wants to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to hit us up. Our email is oplpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and today we are very excited for this conversation. We are speaking to a guest who reached out to us via email, and the subject line read, I'm sexually attracted to vehicles. So we have a ton of questions. We're excited for this conversation, and uh, we have the guest on the line now. So first of all, thank you so much for being on today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So to kick this off, uh, do you remember the first time in your life when you began to realize that you had a different attraction, different type of attraction toward vehicles than maybe most people did? And can you kind of describe what that feeling was? Um, Yeah, I think I can't remember exactly, but I was maybe 10, 11 or something. And it was hmm, it's a bit hard to remember exactly, but you know, um, I watched Cars for the first time. You know, the Disney movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's seen it, and something about just the feeling or the seeing them, you know, come to life in not exactly to life, but to life in the movie i'm not sure it just sparked something inside me and ever ever since just been having a love for vehicles so you found that movie to be sort of arousing sexually um at the time i was so young not arousing but more um i don't know I went outside after and every car I looked at, I felt like it had feelings, it had emotions, or it can talk. So it kind of sparked, I guess, a a bigger interest or emotion towards cars in general. Uh, And then do you remember, as you began to get older, when that uh, sort of transitioned to something sexual and, and more of an attraction? Yeah, I think I was about 14, and my first uh, vehicle that I actually felt sexual towards was an ambulance. Hmm. What was it about the ambulance that uh, attracted you to it? Um, something about the, the square, the square cubic uh, rear end and the more smooth, uh, obviously, more truck front end. I don't know, just something mixing together kind of, I don't know, just rubbed on me a certain time, certain type of way. Do you remember at all being surprised by that feeling or did it just feel like something that was natural to, uh, have that sort of attraction towards, you know, a car or in this case, an ambulance? Um, it felt pretty natural to me. I didn't really, yeah, it just was natural. It felt natural to me. Okay. And, and, you know, as you've gotten older, like, is this something that you've, like, how have you explored 
um, this in some ways? Like, have you ever had some sort of relationship with a car or is it strictly just something from afar? Like you just appreciate them in a different way than most people. Uh, no, I'm actually, I am in a relationship with a car right now. I've been, you know, probably, sorry, this is the first time doing anything like this. Um, no, no problem. And we appreciate you seriously coming on to share this. So no, no worries at all. Okay. Um, I feel, I do feel like relationships with cars are important. Like, you know, some people, you know, car people like say they're in a relationship with their car, but you know, that's just what they say versus what I say. Kind of, you know what I'm trying to say? No, 100% because car culture in general, there is a lot of like affinity and love and people that own a certain vehicle. I mean, the upkeep, the maintenance and, uh, it, it kind of almost borderlines like a relationship in that sense of just how much people care about their cars. But for you, you kind of see that and you're like, all right, like you're just a car person. You like to drive this car. You like to, you know, you like how it looks and everything. Um, but for you, it's different for you. It's more so, a, a love and an attraction that, uh, I guess a lot of people will feel for other people, like their significant other or their partner. That's the type of love that you feel for cars. Yeah, that's exactly it. And how long have you been in a relationship with this car? Um, since October of this year. Okay. What? And how, how does, how does that kind of come about? Like, how do you, how do you know this car? Um, I'm expecting like a bit more, sorry. What? Mind, uh, like, uh, what is it called? Elaborating a bit more? Just. Well, is it is it your car personally, or is it a car that you are like is around your neighborhood or something? Like, I, I'm. Oh yeah, no, this is my car. Okay, so but did you see it on like a lot, and you're like, I need to get that car, or was it a car you just had, and eventually you grew to love it? I actually found it on Facebook. <laughs> nice. Uh, imagine you're like Tinder or something. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So is, is this your first car ever that, that you've owned? No, this is my second car. Oh, is this your first relationship with a car? Yes. Okay. So it's not all cars. So this one you saw on Facebook and right away it kind of stuck out to you. And this is a car that you wanted to own and be in a relationship with. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess kind of like Joe said before, like how, how does that happen? Like, how do you sort of establish I'm in a relationship with this car now is, is step one, like ownership of actually getting the car. And then how, um, I don't know, like what's the, how does that relationship start? Like, are you talking to this car? Is it just in your mind that you kind of declare I'm now dating this car? Um, it's kind of all of those things because it's a bit hard to explain. So it's kind of all those things. Like I'll talk to it. I'll, you know, I just kind of declare myself. The car talks to me. I know it sounds crazy, but it's all, it's all in the head kind of really. That's a weird way of putting it, but it's all in the head mostly. Gotcha. And do you guys have a, a sexual relationship? Yes. And how, how does, how does that work? I mean, you don't have to go into like detail if you don't want to, but I'm just like kind of curious. Um, 
Mind elaborating on that a bit more? Just so I know. Well, I, you know, I mean, if you have sex with a, a woman, you, mm-hmm. we, like, we can all assume how that goes. So yeah. with the car, like, is there kissing? Is there, like, you know, some sort of masturbation involved? Or I don't, I don't know, like, how you would uh, quantify, like, having sex with your car. Uh, yeah, it's both of those. It's kissing and, you know, little masturbation going on. Like inside the car? Um, either inside or outside. Okay. How how often would you say that aspect of the relationship happens? Um, not very often. Probably maybe once or twice a month. Oh, okay. Um, and then how do you, how do you go about that? I mean, I don't know if you like, like, do you have a garage? Like, is it, is it also about just finding a place where you can be alone with the car? Yeah. I unfortunately don't have a garage, so I have to go around and find someplace quiet and away from the general population. Ah, okay. Okay. I feel that feel like that's like a, it reminds me of like high school. (laughs) <laughs> you know, when you, when you didn't have a house, you're like, I got to go like drive to a, a location and have sex with whoever, or in this case, my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right. It's, it's very similar to that. Um, so no, I mean this, this is fascinating. Like when you, I guess, um, when you say that the car talks to you, I mean, what are like some examples of, of quality time that you might spend with your car and what are, even if it's kind of in your head, like you said, like, what do you guys talk about and what does your car say to you? Um, we just talk about really, um, right now it's just the maintenance that she needs done. Uh, you got a few things and sometimes it's just, you know, casual talk about just, really just shooting the shit. So uh, you kind of answered one of my questions. I was going to say like you, um, the car is a she. Yeah. Okay. Do you, when you see like cars all over, are you able to like immediately identify what's a she or a he to you? Um, kind of. Yeah. Interesting. What is that kind of based on? It's just like a gut feeling. Yeah, really just gut feeling and just the look of the car. Does okay. color have anything to do with that? Um, kind of, not for, for the most part, no, but kind of. What part or parts of a car are most attractive to you? I, I would imagine that uh, other people who have similar feelings, um, and, and we've seen this before, like I think we've seen this in shows and like news headlines you're obviously not alone in having this uh type of attraction um so i'm sure it differs from person to person but for you like what is it is it like the headlights the interior like what what really gets you going on a car um mainly the bumper and the front and rear fenders okay Mm. sounds like sounds like the butt and the boobs in a way yeah (laughs) is that is that like kind of how you compare it? Like, is that how you kind of interpret it also? Um, the bumper obviously is a butt and then the front 
the front fenders, I don't know, I kind of view as um kind of like shoulders. Okay. Like a like a sexy collarbone or something. Yeah. Mm. Got it. Headlights gotta be the eyes, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Because <clears throat> I feel like sometimes you can stare at a car, especially when uh, Lyft first started. They used to put, like, eyelashes on their cars. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers that. Or, like, a mustache or like that, too. But some people have put, like, eyelashes on their cars. So I can sometimes see a car from far away and be like, kind of looks like a face. So I kind of understand um, that. Uh, but uh, you've been in a relationship since you said October um, or November, somewhere around there, right? Yeah, October. Congratulations, and- by the way. Thanks. Does this feel like something that you're in for the long haul? Like, is this something you'd be like, you know what? I want to marry this car one day. Uh, yeah. And does like your, does your family know that you're in a relationship with your car and would they be supportive of something like that? Um, they don't know. And since it's something so, you know, not a whole lot of people are like this. Um, they, I'm not sure if they would be supportive or not. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, definitely is. So is there no one in your life that knows except for you? Um, a few very close friends. Have they been accepting of this? Yeah. That's good. Uh, can you describe also like when you're driving around the car, like what, what is that like? Is that, you know, when you're talking to the car or is that, um, sort of arousing or what also what kind of feeling is it when you're driving other people in the car? Like I'm trying to just kind of compare it to, um, you know, like hanging out with your girlfriend around other people or something like that. Like how, like, can you kind of describe how those compare to, uh, you know, a relationship between a man and a woman? So driving around, um, it just feels, you know, like if you're hanging out with your other partner, Mm-hmm. I'll be, you know, I'll turn some music on, uh, rub the steering wheel a bit, rub the um, window controls. Just like okay. kind of caressing, not caressing, but, you know. Yeah, like caressing, massaging. Yeah, massaging would be a better term. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had like road sex, like while driving? Uh, I have not. Okay. That would be dangerous. So that's good. (laughs) Um, I'm not even trying to be funny with this question, but it was interesting how Joe just said, like driving someone else in the car. Like if I came around and was like, oh man, like your car is like, looks really nice or like rubbed the bumper or something. Like, would you feel jealousy or like anger at all? Or would you kind of understand like, Oh, okay. He doesn't have a sexual attraction. He's just appreciating the car. Yeah. I would feel like you were just appreciating the uh, car. Okay. Okay. Is there anything that someone could do to the car that you would find disrespectful on a level of being like, Hey man, that's my person I'm in a relationship with. Like what would be disrespectful in that way? Um, well, one obviously like hitting it or kicking it or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, I mean that would be disrespectful for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, smoking. Mm-hmm. Or you know, saying like, "Oh, that's a shit box." Okay, like making fun of the car. Mm-hmm. What kind of car is it? It's a. 9C1 2010 Impala. Ooh, Impalas are cool. 
9C1. And uh, does she have a name? Uh, Allie. Allie. How'd you come up with that name? It just popped into my head when I saw her. Oh, this is like... This is like the Impala that's used for cop cars a lot, right? Yeah, it's a retired cop car. Ah, okay. Do you feel like she has like a past and a history? Like, for example, do you view her as like being a retired cop, essentially, a retired cop car? Yeah, definitely. Oh, interesting. And then what about like the age difference? Is that something that you feel or I don't know what if there is an age difference, but is age a factor in the relationship with the car? Um, age is really difficult to uh, work with when it comes to being in a relationship with a car because, you know, humans like, oh, this car is 13 years old, or let's say, you know, you wouldn't date someone 13 years old, obviously. Right. But with cars, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how to explain it. It's almost like dog years or something. I was just going to say, like, it's something like that. Like, cars don't last 80 years, bro. You know what I mean? So we got to, there's a multiplication. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure there's a formula out there that people, someone could figure it out. But yeah. Um, but, but on that topic of age, you just said, yeah, cars don't last 80 years. So, you know, you clearly have some strong feelings. And you said that this car in particular is the one that you would want to marry and spend your life with. But what is that like understanding that, uh, a car, a particular car might not last forever. Like what if this car breaks down or something were to happen to it? Is that like a death in your eyes almost? Or, you know, how would you handle that? How would you feel about that? Um, yeah. So with a car, I don't know to put it in a more human, uh, understanding it would be like, Dating someone who has a terminal illness, almost. Because, you know, a car will die eventually. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You, you just accept that going into the relationship, I, I guess, guess? It's similar to having a dog, I guess. Because dogs, they live, mm. you know, 10 to 15 years or something. So when you get it, it's like, yeah, I know this thing's going to die before me. And it's going to suck. And it's going to be horrible. But I love it right now. Um, yeah. You know, cars, I would say probably around that. I mean, it depends how much work you put into it, obviously, but, uh, you know, you're most likely going to outlive a car. Mm -hmm. So, um, is that something that you like, you know, or or actually to ask a different question, what would be a reason why you would break up with this car? Um, probably just it not being very reliable. Okay. I've never had to, um, you know, like just decide to break up with a car. My other car, you know, wasn't, it died on me. So. While this current car, though, was in good shape, reliable, running, uh, is there ever a chance that you would cheat on it? Or are you monogamous with cars? No, I'd never cheat on uh, Ali. Even if, like, a Ferrari, like, pulled up right now? No, I'm not a huge fan of sports supercars at all. Okay, okay. Um, Do you have, like, a dream car, though? Because, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, like your hall pass. People people have, like, wives, and they're like, yes, of course, it's my wife, but, like, you know, oh, Jennifer Lopez or something. Like, is there a car where you're like, that car, though, is, like, whoa, like a celebrity car, sort of? Um, 
Probably a Ram TRX. Okay. A Ram TRX. That sounds like a big truck, is it? Massive fucking trucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's a fucking okay. massive truck. I'm looking at it, yeah. It's a lot to handle. It's cool. It's a cool truck, though. Um, so, okay. So you will be faithful to Allie. Uh, how does marriage work exactly? How do you take that next step? Would that just be... Um, something that you establish in your mind that you are now married or would you try to figure out a way to, I don't know if it's possible, but legally marry her? So I don't think you could probably do it legally. I mean, yeah, legally probably not, but you know, if I could, you know, we'd have like some sort of ceremony going on and it wouldn't be official but to us, it would be official in quotes. Got right. It. Okay. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you date people too, or would you consider that, or strictly cars? Yeah, I date people too. Oh, okay. So, so does that get both? a little tricky sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're, if you're dating a woman and then also dating this car, how does that... Is it a completely separate thing for you, or do they sort of intertwine in some way? They intertwine. My partner right now is okay with it. Oh, you have a, a human partner, too. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. One th- this is the OPL effect. Once again, <laughs> someone has found the perfect partner who is completely understanding of this. Uh, did you? How did you first break that news to your human partner? Um, well, since me and them are long distance, I just kind of had to text it, but I approached like, Hey, I have this, I call, <laughs> I called it a side sexuality. <laughs> that that's actually like a fitting way to describe it. It actually kind of puts it in perspective. Yeah. And I just kind of said, Hey, I'm kind of also in love with cars. I don't love you any less, but just so you know, yeah, just wow. Has it always been cars, or has there ever been anything else uh, besides humans that you were sort of attracted to? Uh, what do you mean, like other sorts of vehicles, or yeah, or not a vehicle, but some other like. Uh, object, inanimate object, say. sort of. Yeah. Uh, no, it's really just vehicles. Mm-hmm. And uh, what? So, can you describe some things that are like you know attractive to you about cars? Like, what about like the engine? If it's like a loud engine or big wheels or like I mean that truck that you said that you liked earlier, it's a yeah. huge truck. So, is it like the size of a truck or like a powerful lot of horsepower? We're talking. Um, there's a lot for me. Most of it is the tires. Mm. The tires. Yeah. So you like big tires. Yeah. Okay. Is that is that the equivalent of like a foot fetish, I wonder? Yeah. Or like maybe. liking feet. <laughs> yeah. What about like monster trucks? Those are the biggest tires you could get. Um, those are a bit too big for my liking. Yeah. Because they Me have too. you know match. They have to kind of fit with the car. Monster truck, you know, you got like a hatchback and you got these yeah, eight foot tall wheels on them. It doesn't. 
Yeah, that's probably the equivalent of like a you know a five foot two girl with a giant <laughs> fake ass or something. You're like, come on, this doesn't even look it's like, like too much. normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's understand. funny. Um, do you, have the worlds ever intersected for you? Like, would you or have you had sex with your partner in your car? And is that a threesome technically? Um, well, my partner is long distance, so can't really have sex with him. Ah, okay. If I were to, it probably would be a threesome. Yeah. Would that be like an all time, like great experience for you? Oh yeah. That's definitely on my bucket list. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like, yeah, for sure. Have have you met your other partner in person? Is it just long distance or is it something that was like a, like a relationship that was formed online or something? Uh, we formed it online. I met them once, but then I had to leave to go back. Uh, where I live. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn, you gotta take you gotta get an alley, take a road trip to go see her, and then like the <laughs> second you see her, it's like get in the car and then just do it. And that would be really hot. Yeah. I'm pulling for you on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if your partner or any partner in the future, if they ever turned around and said, um, I'm actually not okay with this. Like if we're going to get married, if we're going to have kids, uh, I, you can't have this side sexuality. Would that be a deal breaker for you? Or would you actually try to stop being in relationships with cars? Um, honestly, I'd probably just break up with the person. Nice. I've never had to, you know, go through that. So I'm not sure exactly what I'll do. But if it ever gets to that point, I will make up my mind then. But for right now, I think I'd probably split ways with the uh, person. Okay, okay. Got to have that support. Uh, For sure. Yeah. And speaking of support, I know you said that you haven't told your family and only a few friends. Um, But it seems like this is something, you know, that's going to be lifelong for you. Uh, Do you ever plan on telling them uh or are you completely comfortable with you know keeping this to yourself or only you know a few people in your life for the rest of your life i will most likely eventually tell them not sure when but i know i will do you think they'll support you um probably they'll probably be like oh that's weird but they'll my guess is they'll grow around to it and then just see it as a thing. and, and I, Yeah, it, it sounds like there's nothing that's going to, you know, kind of separate you in this car. So you kind of made up your mind. You're like, listen, I'm just kind of informing you on the life I'm living over here. And if you're not cool with that, that's fine. But I'm sticking with the car. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, is there anything that you would say to anyone that uh, just kind of writes this off as, okay, this is too strange or humans shouldn't have attraction to cars or anything like that. Um, honestly, you can think what you want to think because we are going to, you know, be in a relationship with a car. They're probably there. You might even have a friend or something that isn't one and you just don't know, but life is too short to really. Hmm. Yeah, you can't really worry about what other people are doing, or you know, whatever they're into. You know, yeah. I, I personally, I've never had an attraction to a car like this, but 
uh, it doesn't bother me that you are attracted to a car. Fucking God bless. You know, it sounds like you're doing great and you really enjoy your car. Uh, and, you know, I hope it all works out. And you got a human girlfriend as well. Best mm-hmm. of both worlds there. So if anything, you're living it up. You know, you got more girlfriends than uh, I do, than Greg does. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that works out too. So, uh, you know, as long as you're happy and doing your thing, it's not hurting anybody, which it sounds like it's not. So it should be totally fine. At least that's my opinion. Um, but listen, man, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us and, uh, you know, talking about your relationship as well, opening up to us. We really do appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank you, man. And uh, good luck with everything. And it was a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. Before we get to our final thoughts, we do have a sponsor for today's show, which is BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling. So if you want to talk to a therapist, you can start doing so in just under 48 hours with BetterHelp. They have a very quick turnaround. Uh, They also make it very easy to switch from therapist to therapist so you can find the right fit for you. Uh, So if you want to take control of your mental health, uh, we suggest using BetterHelp. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Um, And on top of that, you will get 10% off of your first month if you go to BetterHelp.com slash OPL. That is BetterHelp.com slash OPL. And it's also customized, so you can do text, uh, you can do talking on the phone or video chat, whatever you want, uh, you know, whatever makes you the most comfortable. So... Again, join the millions of people that are joining BetterHelp to take control of their mental health. Again, save 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash OPL. Uh, And before we uh, wrap up our our sponsors for today's show, we also want to tell you about a hot sauce that me and Greg created called uh, Everything Bagel Hot Sauce with our company Secret Handshake in collaboration with another company, uh, Heatonist. It is the world's first everything bagel flavored hot sauce. It's not too hot. Uh, It's just hot enough to give you a little kick, but it's an amazing taste and we would love for you to try it. Uh, You can go to heatonist.com and search for it. It's available now. Uh, H-E-A-T-O-N-I-S-T.com and go to the search bar, type in everything bagel. You'll find it right there. You can buy it. Um, So yeah, we would love for you to try it. Uh, Again, that is heatonist.com, the everything bagel hot sauce. All right. Nice guy. Likes his car, man. Just likes his car. He really likes his car. Uh, Yo, I'm not, I'm not even being like, you know, I'm being serious. Guy just fucking likes his car. Yeah, no, I mean, what, what can you do about that? Like he Nothing. said, like, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but I can like... Bro, you've never been in love. People are in love with everything, man. And I think it's normal. I think that, you know... People also have weird connections to like certain teddy bears and they're like 47 years old and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we all have these types of things. You know, obviously, this is taking it uh, to a, you know, a step a little higher, but like, who's to, who cares? Like, why does anyone really, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. It's like a- anthropomorphism or, right? Hello? Um, yeah. What does that mean? Oh, I thought you like, it's like, um, <laughs> What does that mean? I was an English major, guys. I have to, yeah, I yeah, have dude. to put it to use. Once somehow. you get up to eight syllables, I'm, you know, I <laughs> it's can't. like I think it's the right word to apply to this. It's like uh, when you apply like human characteristics to inanimate objects, but like, like in a personification. But I think this, I think anthropomorphism is like in a literal sense. Maybe it would oh, be okay. personification for this, like furries, for example. Like 
I don't know. You know, like here's like a living, breathing thing that otherwise like wouldn't be like, I guess. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's, it's yeah. one of those. It's one of those. I just, I just want to use the bigger, more impressive word. We gotcha. Yeah. No, I mean, you stopped me. Very really impressed the viewers as well. Also, dude, before <laughs> you have, you've been having one of these every episode, but you were like, oh, dude, you got to just drive down there and pick her up and just do it. I was like, Jesus Christ, relax. Dude, Greg. that's his fantasy. That's like, no, I know. And it sounds dope. Also, I looked up that Ram. That's a me too. big me too. car thing is a beast i don't know if i could handle all that no hell no hell no no. that thing would fucking destroy me yeah i probably need a nice foreign sports i need like a mazda miata or something you know something like that yeah 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 yeah. actually maybe not like a foreign sports car i feel like that would be that'd be just like a mazda miata you know like something right i think mazda's american or something right like something like close and not too crazy i could never handle a ferrari i could never pull a ferrari dude no well that's the thing yeah out of our league i guess um but yeah i the only thing i thought is like i just hope like i guess this kind of applies to like sex in public in general but like just be careful if you're like driving into parking lots and like jerking jerking it in your car like that's the only thing where i was like okay like yeah yeah and you can't like bro and also that yeah that was a thing because he did say inside and outside and you know i hope mostly inside because you can't be jerking off outdoors dude yeah you know what i mean you can't quick way to that's a a sex offender that's risky yeah also bro come in that car whatever guess so yeah it's it's better i'm glad he he (laughs) hasn't done it while driving too because now you're then you're putting other people in danger that was another great question but um yeah no that was uh that was interesting you know i'm glad that and yo completely open and honest with us and being like yeah man i'm just straight up in this thing got a human girlfriend too long distance dude yeah and just 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 dead serious about his feelings and his relationship like you gotta zero exaggeration like not playing it up like he just you know i guess follows the show wanted to use the platform and just said told it how it is for him so it's fascinating i respect the man i respect anybody that has something that is obviously a little silly and a little like strange, but being like, but this is me, man. I'm doing it. And yeah. I'm, that's what it is. Also thought it was pretty fucking gangster that you asked him like if it was the girl or the car. And he was like, fuck that girl. I'm taking the car. I was like, damn, that's fine. Yeah, you're, you're like, nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, that's Dude, Team Alley all day. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I have to look at that car too. Um, also, cars, bro, can be hot. Like, how many times have you seen a car? It's a sexy car, you know? They, I feel like they are designed to be as appealing, like aesthetically to humans as possible. It's like, it's almost not that strange that you could start seeing just technology in general or like the sleekness or the appeal. It's like not sexual, but like, you know, Hey, the day you got that new sexy MacBook, you were like, yo, this thing's kind of hot. You're like, this thing's kind of hot. And then I came in to the studio and I was like, whoa. Yeah, I'm yeah. sweating a little. This thing is it's intimidating. It's I know. It's, it's super sleek. It was uh it was a good day. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. It is what it is. Uh interesting episode, another one. Uh for anyone out there, hit us up, oplpodcast at gmail.com. We go through all the emails and uh if it works for an episode, we'll hit you up and we'll schedule it out. All right. So send us emails. Yeah. Also, just this is like a top, top tier season right here. Just yeah, yeah. even I am like, how is this gonna keep 
Like, how's the bar going to keep raising? And then I'm like, and then we just have another conversation that's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, crazy. But like Joe said, like, it's nothing without uh, you guys following the show or telling friends, helping it grow. And then the guests reach out to us. So it's a beautiful thing. And uh, yeah, also follow us on uh, Instagram at OPL Podcast, TikTok at OPL Podcast. Fun fact Tic Tac, Tic Tac. Hello. I should call them Tic Tac. Tic Tac banned us for a they day, but us. we're back. So go follow that TikTok because we're, uh, we're pushing it to the limit. We're living on the edge, but we're not going to let them stop us. Uh, <laughs> that is all. <laughs> that is all. We'll see you guys next time.